What up? Welcome to the Chris Lamar Show. So in this episode, we're going to talk about, from a business perspective, should you podcast or should you be a YouTuber? All right. So been YouTubing for a year. Took I've been taking it seriously since December. You know what I'm saying? So I pumped out like 50 some odd videos, I believe. Um, I got... 12,000 views last month. So, you know, I'm in the pre-stage, so we ain't no gurus over here. But I was um, always trying to perfect my craft, and I was watching different YouTube videos on um, how to grow your audience, how to get more subs, and whatnot. So there's, like, Think Media, and they do education or whatnot on building YouTube channels. And they also talk about podcasts. So shout out to my man, Rob. Shout out, Rob. Um, he always would say old people do podcasts and young people do YouTube. So I didn't really know one of my homegirls, shout out Vasi, if she's listening to this, I'm just going to shout out everybody. She has a podcast goes, I'm not even sure what it's called, but go check out her podcast, um, Vasi. Um, and so I was just like, okay, let me look more into this podcast thing because I never, thought about what the money was on on podcasting so to, to start monetizing youtube you gotta have a thousand subs and four thousand hours of watch time and then you can and you gotta you can submit for monetization and if you haven't been flagged as somebody that youtube deems is unmonetizable you are good to go so like for example the highest um cpm is how much you make per thousand views so like if you were doing content on finance you can get seven dollar um seven um dollars per cpm so seven dollars per one thousand views so if you had a video that did three thousand views that when you had a seven dollar cpm you would make $21 off that video. And this video is not sponsored, but we're going to talk about how much money you can make um, compared to that apples to apples in the podcast world. So I'm on Anchor because I'm essentially not incurring any additional um, startup costs for my podcast. So this is being um, filmed on my phone, which is an iPhone 12. Um, the host is Anchor, which is free, and they let people monetize as soon as you get 50 um subs so anchor does 15 dollars per cpm so if you have a 40 minute episode you can put two ads in your um podcast which 15 plus 15 is 30 so let's say you put you you get you get oh we'll just, we'll just do 30 all right so if you have three thousand downloads right divided by a thousand that's going to be three so three times 30 is 90. so if you got three thousand um downloads of views on a podcast you can make 90 dollars per episode so you're making essentially 70 dollars more and um <clears throat> with with your with your podcast Especially if you're, yeah, if you're, if you're, if you're going to put out, if you're going to put out content, you're going to take it seriously. You're like, yo, I am about to Fox News, ESPN, um, FS1, Good Morning America, and treat this like a straight 
business perspective. So I was like texting my man, Claw. I was like, yo, he had a podcast back in the day, but we never really talked about like the finances behind it. So I'm just like, yo, if you, um, and then also in the video, if you had 30,000 downloads per day, 30,000 subscribers on your podcast. There's podcast networks that will give you $1,000 per ad. And if you put two ads in your video, that's $2,000 per per video. So if you're doing um, five videos a week, that's 10 grand minus the, the 20% or whatever the percentage is that the podcast network is going to get. So some podcast networks require 50 um, um, downloads per episode, but you can definitely get um, podcast network deals with 30,000 subs. So this is your kind of in the deal. But you can start making legitimate money, even $100 an episode. That's great money part time, especially if you're like pumping out content, you know. So like, obviously, I've already uploaded. This is my third um, podcast. So so my focus is obviously I'm like a person, <laughs> like the dog. I'm chasing all the cars possible, but like I was already producing voiceover content. So I'm like, yo, I might as well, you know, throw it on um, a podcast. And then with the anchor, you can put it on Spotify and then get approved for Apple, which I'm in the works of. And then also with Google and there's other podcasts as well. So this is something that I was already producing content because obviously I want to have a, a long term approach to building a media empire. So, you know, I was just like obsessed with it and inspired about this the lifestyle. If you worked four hours a day producing podcasts and then also shooting it, um, shooting it with the video, you know, and then breaking it up and having clips on YouTube and then, you know, growing that and looking at YouTube like if it was overtime money or just like, you know, extra nice too. If it if YouTube pop, it pop. But if you can get the, the podcast to 30,000 30, subs, you can make a full time income. You know, you, at that point, let's just say you're doing 15, 1500 um, uh, an episode and you're, you're doing like five episodes, which is like what? Let's say four episodes. Keep it keep it simple, man. Let's say you're doing six thousand dollars a week times four. Was that twenty four hundred? Like now you're making like two hundred thousand dollars as a podcast. Because I, when I used to live in in Jersey City, I was at this sports bar on Sunday with a guy. I'm watching football, and I was talking to this guy who said he had a podcast, and I sort of like. You know, I sort of thought this is like 2000, what's year? It was like 2000, maybe 18 at the time, maybe, maybe even 2017. And like, I didn't think to myself, this dude got a podcast. He living in New York City. And I, I presumed that he was full time. You know, he was like loving life and charismatic and seemed happy and stuff. And I had a decent job that I liked at the time, but I wasn't making like it was I was working like 60 hours a week, you know, saying hustling all the way backwards. And at that point, I was like thinking of trying to do a, an Amazon FBA store, which, you know, all of it was a, was a waste of money. It was a failed um, side hustle attempt. And um, so I didn't think at that point to be like, yo, son, like, 
Let me ask more questions about this podcast shit. Obviously, it's not respectful to ask, you know, random strangers. Like, how much money you make? Like, yo, can I borrow $20? But, you know, I should have definitely asked, like, yo, what's your niche? Like, how did you get into it? You know, how did you build your audience? Like, you know, appropriate, like, marketing questions and whatnot. But, you know, we, it, it didn't necessarily go there. But, I, you know, when I seen that YouTube video about how much some podcasters are making, I'm like, God dang, like, you know, I knew, like, obviously when Joe Rogan, he signed this massive deal, but I didn't know the progression and how you can quickly monetize a podcast um, before you make money on YouTube. And then one of the the YouTubers um, on how to grow your YouTube subscribers are saying they like the podcast to put out longer form content to get the the 4000 hours watch time for the YouTube monetization quicker right so like most of my YouTube videos are like 10 minutes and um or so but like obviously my my pod, my first podcast video was 30 minutes um I did the Medellin versus Bucharest Romania and then my second um podcast was 18 minutes and then I did the um crack pipes um, and sports betting, <laughs> and this one is gonna be YouTube versus podcasting. So obviously, like my key um, takeaways is from for me personally, I'm like, yo, I'm focusing on this podcast game. This is really cool. This is fun. I like the lifestyle, and I like being able to, you know, make money sooner. You know, because I'm like, I feel like you're you're once you start making money, and you get that first deposit. You are a professional podcaster right now. Everything I'm doing in the media is I'm a hobbyist. And I think, yo, this podcast to me, obviously, I think everything that I do is great. But however, like I'm not on some 10 million dollars. I'm not making a million dollars right now. You know, I'm working um, a job that I hate <laughs> and um you know, so I, 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 I'm like the everyday people, you know what I'm saying? With the everyday struggles, even though I'm a nomad um, right now, I am Bucharest, Romania, you know what I'm saying? So I get, I get to speak um, to that, but you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty much an average guy, um, working class income that I'm trying to work to improve. So, you know, so I kind of think that there's a lot of relatability where we, you know, talking it up and giving my opinion while I'm bootstrapping this. But, like, I think, like, ultimately, from a podcast perspective, and then also, I'm not trying to do a bunch of interviews just yet and try to get celebrities and anything like that. I'm just like, yo, grinding it out, you know, just my thoughts on some Jay-Z shit. So, ideally, since I'm already traveling and working, if I was to make a full-time income to replace my income, let's say if I had to stay at this current job until I got my, let's say 6,000 subs, right? Because if you got 3,000 that I'm making, like it's like a part-time job, and then 3,000 that I'm making, like 6,000 subs, I'm making like 200 an episode, so I can probably pop, you know, 1,000 a week or so. You're talking about 4,000 a month, which like in my job, I'm like 30, 40 grand right now between like base and comp so like i'm not really making any significant money but in eastern europe (laughs) i'm living middle class out here in these streets um yeah so i'm like you know obviously my 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 vision my dream my fantasy my goals is to like all right you know because you know right now i'm working 3 30 to 12 second shift which is a 
it's it's a sacrifice. Let's just put it at that. It is a sacrifice. But um, ideally, if I was, you know, a full time podcaster making, let's just say five grand a month, you know what I'm saying? And then I'll be like, yo, I'm going to be Bali, Indonesia, you know, hitting up the rest of like, you know, Europe, like, you know, talk about London and I'm trying to go to Sweden and, and Estonia and 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 um Latvia and the Ukraine and you know I probably would go back to the United States and get my Russia visa that I've haven't called the consulate yet because it's easier to get the Russian tourist visa the the six months for three years I believe when you're in the United States so you know I would want to do that but like going to like Thailand and, and Vietnam and doing the Asia thing and being able to still produce content and still make money and still get paid but don't have to necessarily be working overnight because like I have co-workers who work in the Philippines and like it was a girl she quit like two weeks ago because it's like you got a tough job it's costing her we talking with clients and and you got to work overnight which your sleep cycle is all the way messed up it's hard to do things like with me i stayed up all night last night i i shot the podcast and i was done like around two i like was watching oceans 11 and i was watching something before that i can't remember what i was watching before oceans 11 Oh, I watched um, Snitch with The Rock, Doreen Johnson, and Angela Valdez was actually in there too. Um, I watched that, which was pretty good. I seen it at the movies um, years ago, but it was on Netflix, so I popped it in again. And um, I cut my hair, <laughs> um, and then I took a shower. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I stayed up. I was watching Ocean's Eleven, and next thing you know, it's eight o'clock. I was watching some academic videos when he was talking about Roland Tabasi. And you know, next thing you know, it's eight o'clock, and I'm like, yo, you know, I don't get a chance to see the sunlight sometimes because I work at three thirty. When I stay up all night, I want to sleep till three. But when I went outside, it was a lot of Romanian girls beeline it to the bus stop or the train, the rail, or wherever they was going. I'm like, yo, I hadn't been outside on a weekday at 8 o'clock because like um what it was Tuesday or Monday I went to the mall I can't remember what day it was it might have been Tuesday I went to the mega mall but I I, I caught an Uber there at like 11 o'clock <clears throat> so I didn't go outside before that and it was kind of busy they was doing construction everywhere and stuff like that the mall didn't have a lot of people um but it's always more people than I would think on a work day or whatever like that but went there went to this restaurant <laughs> because this cute girl um <clears throat> that works there I well I it's Uncle John's it's an American restaurant that has pretty good quesadillas and I was drunk on Saturday and then ordered the and and then tried to order food, but did it for pickup but not delivery. So I had called her over there. She was cute or whatever like that. So I wanted to see if we had a love connection or whatever. So like the energy was just like regular. It was like whatever. Like the second time and stuff like that. So I didn't confess my love <laughs> to this girl. And the food wasn't even all that good. Whatever cook um, was cooking on um, Tuesday or Monday morning. Whenever I went was um <laughs> it was bullshit i felt like they brought my chicken or whatever and i didn't get the um the special um spicy mayonnaise that i like here in romania so it was, it was kind of whack all right let me get a little swig of this water okay so you know i'm out here living the life at some point 
I'm going to go to Therme is the biggest um, indoor water park in Eastern Europe. It has like a pool. Um, you can get massages. There's like restaurants. There's, you can get like the drinks. Um, you can get massages and whatnot. No happy endings. <laughs> but like one of my um, friends, Derek, who is in... Um, Tanzania right now. He went to be a Bahrain last week and he's in Tanzania, I believe. If he didn't have to get summoned back to his university in Belgium. So I might hit him up. I told him like send me photos and stuff like that. Um I might do an interview with him. Um talking about um Tanzania or whatnot, but I haven't asked him yet. So we'll 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 see. It'll be I probably would do um, a screen record and do like a, a a WhatsApp call, and he talks, so it'll it'll easily be an hour type type vibe. Um, so he 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 had been with one of his friends. He also he's uh, studying politics, tried to be a professor, and he um, is a, a poker player who um, sustains himself that way. Um, so he went. And was telling me like, yo, these Ro- Romanian girls are beautiful. And the majority of people here, I would say when I say majority, I'm saying like at least like 95% of the girls are in shape. I, I really haven't seen any fat girls out here. Some of the dudes got bellies, um, but like the women are pretty much the same. It's some thick girls, some thick Romanian chicks, but no girl that I've seen that I was just like, no Beluga Wells out here in Romania. So he was like, yo, the girls had a skippy bikinis and he was caught off guard and stuff like that. So we were supposed to go together, but he had some day and stuff like that. And, you know, I had some different things going on. I had been on and off studying if I want to see if I can get a tech job. So I was kind of going back and forth, um, doing a, a SQL um, developer course on um Udemy that I bought, and then also I had got a Google um, course on the data analyst, which is a little bit different from a SQL developer. So I think the SQL developer is a little bit more what I would want to do, per se. But I haven't did any studying this week. I did the first two. I did the first two um, courses in on Google. So I might be one of the people that don't finish. <laughs> But so I'm probably going to um, finish the, the sequel course, which is, I have like 12 or 13 hours, which is somewhat easy and stuff like that. I might do that and then um, get a voiceover phone number and try to get a, a tech job so I can bump that salary. But, you know, Therme, um today I'm filming this and it is Friday in Europe. Um, so I have one more work day and then I have the weekend. It is the week of the Super Bowl. Um, so if it's on Yahoo um, Sports and they let me um, stream it for free, I do have a VPN. This video is not sponsored from Express a VPN, but that's what I'm using um, for the majority of my work websites. I don't need a VPN, but there's one manufacturer that blocks it. But like Amazon, I can't get on um any other websites but netflix is is cool i don't need a vpn for that but when i had went to barcelona for christmas i found out the first day i couldn't log on to my amazon prime so i had to cancel my stars and then we get it but i use my vpn for the stars and i haven't had any issues so keep that you know keep i'm keeping my fingers crossed with that 
So I'm going I'm to flow for a few more minutes. So like, obviously, I think one of the reasons why I kind of want to be in media and stuff like that, because like, I think it's a nice um, way to express yourself. Obviously, you know, don't have too many friends in Europe. And then, you know, also traveling, I wanted to document the journey and just talk about it and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, I want to talk about different things and I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to market um, the podcast because I could, each show is kind of like its own beast. It's going to be like a random hodgepodge of just my thoughts. I'm talking about business, talking about some dating, um, talking about travel destinations and cities and nightlife. And um, I um, used to trade derivatives last year and um, options and stuff like that. So, like, I can, I can speak to finance. I, I worked on the, uh, the trade desk at Wells Fargo, helping customers who had self-directed accounts. So, shout out to my man, Rob. He, he don't like the finance gurus. He, I'm like the um, do-it-yourself investors. And um, I was a big tasty trade um, um, watcher and supporter. And I don't watch it um, anymore because I'm working and I'm busy and shit like that. But, like, you know, I've made money and I got my um my 1099 um tax for like the, the money that I made last year and I'm like I got less than 10 grand so I'm like we're not talking about no 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 big money and stuff like that but you know I can't speak to a little finance but one of the girls I think Lawrence um Simmons she was like the second black girl ever to work on the New York Stock Exchange and um she has, she wrote a book and she has some podcast deals. So I'm like, I'm trying to level up and get into this media shit to have a little bit more status, a little bit more cachet and, 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 and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to be out here, but I'm thinking like from a lifestyle perspective, I'm definitely like being able to run your mouth and make money and, and being able to be location independent. Cause like right now, a lot of places like, um, Croatia or, Dubai and now Brazil has like um, nomad visas. So like for example in Brazil, if you work within the United States and you can show that you make $1,500 and you are vaccinated and you have, um, I guess um, travel health insurance, you outshare. You outshare and you can stay for a year and you don't necessarily got to do border runs and, and stuff like that. So that's cool. I know Rio, their internet is a little spotty and stuff like that. So I'm not sure what I want to do because we talk about the the dilemma, right? (laughs) I was in Colombia and um, during the pandemic and stuff like that. But so like it's on online dating, it's easier to get girls in Colombia. Facts, you still got your, you got your pros, you got your girls looking for for love, you got girls looking to scam and love. So it's like that. So so, you know, that's a, that's a draw. You know, I like the Afro-Colombians in Cartagena and in Cali. And, you know, Medellin's one of my favorite cities because it's the eternal spring. But I'm in Europe. And now I've only been to Spain. I've only been to Romania. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, that was a, a, a dream of mine. So I don't necessarily fly for like $300 and stuff like that. So I'm, sometimes I'm thinking like, dang, for $300 with the flights, I can go you know, Croatia, you know what I'm saying, Turkey, maybe Ukraine, and kind of see what the vibe is, per se, but <clears throat> Romania is really cheap, um, people are friendly, haven't had any issues and stuff like that, um, 
I haven't really shot my shot at any chick, so I haven't been on any dates. I had a couple of Tinder matches with one of the girls. You know, thank everybody for for listening all the way to the 23 minute mark. One of the girls I think is a transvestite, but didn't say it because she got she go have you on the makeup. You know what I'm saying? Like she worked for this the Chinese telecommunications, but I was just like I didn't want to ask her. Like, are you? fucking a man or what to do was so and then this one chick um on tinder she was like yo let's go out that and i'm like i actually like do you want to go out and get drinks and she said yeah and i'm just like yo what are you what's your whatsapp number and then she like unfollow me and i was just like like <laughs> i don't get it <clears throat> so you know i'm trying to go outside and you know shoot shoot my p's and q's you know <clears throat> the girls here are not necessarily um super aggressive but i haven't like put my bed into the point where um i haven't been rejected or you know what i'm saying so so we'll see what happens i'm trying to you know get outside during the daytime so if i'm you know i say i'm gonna go to bed early but sometimes i don't be tired <laughs> so we'll see what happens tomorrow i at a minimum I wanna at least go out for a walk and at least like a mile or something like that and and um say hello to a few um strangers as they walk by because the, the market, the bodega that's across from my Airbnb, it's like pretty much it's like not a big market. It has like sandwiches, you can get like some um some deli meat sliced up, they got like, you know, protein bars and all kinds of drinks and alcohol and whatnot. And um, it be littered with the bitties, with the chicks, with the shorty doo-wops. So, you know, I am cooling um, right now. I'm, I'm still loving Romania. Um, store, grocery stores close at 10. Um, I'm not sure if they was open longer and that's just because of COVID. Um, clubs are closed. They're having private parties. So I got to see if I can um, find somebody who 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 will take me um and then i'm gonna try to see what's popping with these hoes i've lost a couple pounds since i'm here i'm still trying to um get this get this belly off me you know what I'm saying? but i was you know got some orange i mean you know orange right now i'm kind of here i did have two sandwiches or whatever like that but i had um, a small pack of skittles but i kept it pretty healthy um so i step on the scale tomorrow and see what's popping popping you know what I'm saying? But, you know, thank everybody for watching. You know what I'm saying? So we just chit-chatting, you know. If you're if you working out, you want to hear somebody talk about their authentic experience while traveling. Um, like, I I flew to Spain on December 24th, so Christmas Eve. Got to Spain around 9.30 Christmas. And it was lit. It was a good time. I was only in Barcelona for one day. But, like, you know, being on the flight, I took Delta. So, I flew from Dallas to JFK and then from JFK to Barcelona. So, just being on the, the flight international, I felt I felt the sense of freedom, you know. Because, you know, I saw it, I was I was free in that moment. I was like, oh, son, I'm doing some fly shit. <laughs> and I got here and I stayed at the Best Western was ordering room service. I was drinking the San Miguel um, lemon beer, the San Miguel de Lemon, and I was chilling. I'm having a good time. And then the next day I flew to Romania and <laughs> the fucking taxi driver charged me three times. Um, what he should have charged me, I played 150 um, Romanian lei. Yeah, which was fucking crazy. 
<clears throat> but like the eighty dollars was like three hundred lay, so like he put, yeah, he charged me like damn around forty bucks, like thirty three dollars or whatever like that. You know what I mean? But I could have Ubered for like fucking six dollars. <laughs> so it is what it is. And I know some of some of my mans be like, yo, I just expect to get robbed from the taxi. At least, I mean, not necessarily robbed, but just extorted financially. You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. We're approaching the 30-minute mark. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, thank you guys for for watching. You know, I'm out here trying to, you know, build this media empire. Talking about random shit. And we'll see what the, you know, um, the different shows. Um, next, I'm probably going to do some more travel shows, but like I wanted to make this overall theme about this is the difference between YouTube and, and podcasting. And now I'm tipping my head to podcasting. You know, I like talking and stuff like that. Um, but definitely we'll let you guys know when I get my first groupie. <laughs> but Chris Lamar and we are out.